Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. It's, as always, brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Today, as the Braves are officially National League East champions for the fifth straight season. I'm pumped about that, Bryce. I don't know about you, but... We will talk about that here shortly. It is also National Kale Day and National Pumpkin Seed Day. Both days I will pass on. That's all you, bro. Uh, I dude, I like I like kale, but you have to cook it correctly. Um, it's not bad in a salad, but uh, if you take kale and like uh, put it in a pan and cook it up a little bit, put some soy sauce in there and some bacon bits, and don't cook it too much. You you want it to remain crispy. Pretty good that way. Uh, I, I, you know, kale's okay. Pumpkin seeds, I absolutely love, man. I love buying those pumpkin seed bags from the store. When we carve pumpkins, I always take the pumpkin seeds out and roast them in the oven with a little bit of like uh, honey and cinnamon and sugar on top. That was a yeah. pretty good treat for the kids that like that. But yeah, I'm a pretty big pumpkin seed fan. Um, and I enjoy kale if prepared properly. Uh, not a huge fan of like kale and salad. But like on top of a burger or something, I can get down with that. I think the only thing I like uh, kale in is um, the Zupa Toscano uh, soup that they have at uh, Olive Garden. They have kale in, and it's pretty good. Oh, okay. That's that's pretty much it. That's all I enjoy it in. I got you. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an acquired taste. It's kind of a weird. It doesn't taste like a normal like thing of lettuce. It's a very odd taste. Yeah, Braves beat the Marlins last night two to one and are officially National League East champions for the fifth consecutive year. Uh, Acuna and Contreras with the lone RBIs. Odorizzi five innings pitched, one earned, seven Ks. That'll do, kid. Yeah, I'll take that. That'll do. Get your first win as a Brave. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's what we were talking on the podcast last night. Who would have thought going into the this year, Bryce uh, Bryce Young, uh, Kyle Wright would be a 20-plus game winner, and Jake Odorizzi would be the person that clinches the division for you. Right. But, yeah, Goodness. I would not have expected that. 22 division titles. It's the most in baseball history. Um, it's actually more than the Dodgers and the Yankees. <laughs> Suck um, it, Yankees. The, the Braves spent eight days eight days in, including nine tomorrow or today nine days in first Mets had 175 yeah suck the Yankees they, they, uh, Mets. They, they, they weren't good when it mattered um, you know we kind of said all season that the Mets are going to Met and to be fair to, to, to Mets fans and to Mets the Mets team the Mets didn't Met I mean they're going to win over no. 100 games they're a very good team uh, the 100. 
Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, you might be right. Uh, yeah, I think their I think their wins last night put them over a hundred. Um, yeah, they're at hundred. Yeah, hundred and sixty-one. Um, so yeah, I mean the Mets the Mets didn't met to their credit. They they played <laughs> really good baseball down the stretch. The Braves were just a couple games better. Um, and and since June first, the Braves had the number one record in baseball at seventy-eight and thirty-three. Uh, they're scoring the most runs in baseball at five point two. They have the second most home runs at 179. The starters ERA is the third best in baseball at 3.39. And the bullpen ERA is first in baseball at 2.72. So, I mean, the Mets didn't play bad, honestly. It was just the Met, the Braves played just a little bit better down the stretch. I want you to say that record again. 78 and 33 since June 1st. 45 games over 500. 45 <laughs> games. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's absurd, dude. It's insane. That's absolutely insane. You want to talk about how strong the Braves have played down the stretch? Not only that, do you realize this is only the six? The Braves are the only six teams since 1990 that spent an entire team or spent an entire year and didn't get swept. No, I did. I didn't. I did not realize that. That's amazing. Six teams since 1990, they haven't gotten swept. And Billy, think about what we did it with. We did it with Ozzy getting injured twice. We did it with Al or uh, uh, Acuna not fully recovered, really, for most missing of the, season. the first month of the season, and then kind of sporadically having to take days to weeks off. And then the Ozuna business, where he was out for a while, and because of his his whole thing, I mean. We had to throw a rookie pitcher up there who turned out to be one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. We had a starter rookie in the outfield who might win the rookie of the year. I mean, there was a lot of attrition that the Braves had to go through, and despite all of that, came out on top of the NL East and were champions once again. Yeah, let's not forget that Michael Harris came in and the Braves turned their season around. Let's not forget this. That's no coincidence there. Uh, Michael Harris came in, turned it around. By the way, won his third Rookie of the month for the National League. And then is, is he going to win of Rookie of the Year? Yes, he's winning Rookie of the Year. That's There's sucks. no doubt in my mind. Strider deserves it. I don't know, man. Strider deserves it, but I think both of them deserve it. Michael Harris That's has true. had a That's true. hell of a year. Uh, let's see what um, player awards. Let's see what let's see what FanDuel has him listed as. Uh, oh my. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins is at a minus 20,000 for Cy Young. He's winning it. There's no doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, right now, Michael Harris is at a minus 290 for Rookie of the Year, and Spencer Strider is at a plus 190. So, I mean, that's still close. Obviously, Michael Harris has the edge there, um, but still close. And, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll probably win it. When did they announce the player, the individual player awards? I forget. Is I it before or after the, the playoffs? I have no idea. Game 162 uh, is day, and then um, the Braves don't play again until next Tuesday at home. Do we know who we play yet? Yeah, it'll be the winner between the Phillies and the... Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea since over half the teams in baseball make the playoffs. Oh, shut up. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. They probably have a losing record. They make the playoffs. Uh, 
The Cardinals. Yeah, between the Phillies and the Cardinals. Yeah, and then we'll then we'll wait six more days for another wild card, you know, format. I hate it. Too many teams. Shut Too many up. teams in the playoffs. You Too are many teams in the playoffs. Elitist. It's the worst. Absolute worst. Let's get to the now, NFL power rankings. Now let's include everybody in the MLB uh, Hall of Fame. Let's do that. Let's just bring everybody in. <laughs> uh, the NFL power rankings. So, after this weekend, a couple big upsets, but nothing too crazy. My power rankings didn't change too drastically. Uh, my top three are the exact same from last week. Bills at number one, Chiefs at number two, Eagles at number three. Uh, I have the 49ers squeaking in in the fourth spot. I think they have one of the best defenses in all of the NFL in that offense. If they can just be semi-competent with Garoppolo back there, I think they're going to be really good. And at number five, I have I have this team here with a massive caveat. Uh, at number five, I have the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. I have them there if they have a healthy Tua. If they do not have a healthy Tua and Teddy Two Gloves has to come in, they are not a top five power ranking team. Now, they are still a good team, but they are not a top five power ranking team in the NFL with Teddy Two Gloves at quarterback. Well, obviously, they're not going to have a healthy Tua for any time. Hopefully two. for a while. It, yeah. in my opinion. Hopefully it's going to be a while. Uh, I'm similar. Uh, I've got Bills, Eagles, Chiefs as my top three. And then I've got the Ravens at four. The Ravens have really impressed me this year. Um, Lamar Jackson has been phenomenal. Dude, stud. And then uh, the Dolphins at five for me. So that's my top five. Yeah, Ravens are Ravens are uh, are good this year. They should win that division unless... Kenny, pick me a winner, and Georgie Pickens can get together and save Mike Tomlin's season. By the way, Kenny Pickett is officially a starter. Indeed he is, baby. I know Yenzer Nation is excited about that. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Billy, I went through the top natty guys for college football, yeah. the top teams for the natty, and the top guys for the Heisman. So what I did is I took out the favorites. So for the natty, I have taken out Georgia Ohio State and Alabama, and for the Heisman, I've taken out C.J. Stroud. Okay. So I need you to tell me: Are these teams pretenders or are they contenders for a national championship? All right. USC. I absolutely think they're a contender. I'm on board with you there. I am a thousand percent on board with you there. Uh, they have a 2.9 percent chance of going undefeated, 12 and 0. Um, I believe they are also a contender. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Michigan, pretender or contender? Bias aside, I think they're probably a contender. Yep, I'm going to agree with you there as well. They have a 13% chance to go 12-0 the, uh, the remainder of the year. They're I'm also going to go with... No, no, they're not. But I, I'm also going to go with uh, contender. Um, I, I want to see them play a better team. I want to see what they have. But yeah, I agree with you, contender. Clemson. Pretender. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I don't think they're good. They have a nine point five percent chance of reaching twelve and zero. Oh, that's a possibility. It's a it's yeah. a distinct possibility because they play in in the crap ACC. But yeah, it's you know I, it's funny we've we've completely flipped that turn that thing around where the ACC was um, has become the where people used to talk about the Big Ten being crap. Now it's the ACC that's absolute garbage. But the you know ACC what? is terrible. Straight garbage. ACC has turned itself around too this year. Uh, with NC State looking good, North Carolina came out in the top uh, 25. Wake, 
Wake looks Wake, good. Wake, Florida State has been playing good football. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they, the, ACC the ACC this year has been, has been a lot better. Miami yeah, is a agreed. joke this year. <laughs> An absolute <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, Tennessee, pretender or contender? I, you know what? They're not a contender for the national championship. Um, but they're definitely a contender for... They're going to fight for the SEC, and it's going to be interesting because I, I, I really... I really like their offense. Their defense has been playing well. But that's my opinion. Uh, Tennessee has a 1.6% chance of uh, reaching 12-0 and 0 this year. I'm going to go with contender for Tennessee because they have the opportunity to be a contender with their upcoming schedule. The next five weeks are a murderer's row. Yeah, we talked about um, that yesterday with the Alabama, Georgia, and uh, who's the third team that's Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go I'm going to go with contender. Uh, on Tennessee, Old Miss, pretender or contender? They're on the outside looking in as much as they're a good team, but I, I think they're on the outside looking in and they're a pretender. I'm with you. 3% chance of going undefeated the rest of the year. Penn State? Uh, pretender. They're, they're, a, they're not going undefeated. They've, they've still got a uh, tough schedule down the road, including going up against Ohio State. Uh, I, don't, I don't foresee it happening. Yeah, I agree with you. They have Michigan this week, and then they play Minnesota, and then they, uh, they're home versus Ohio State. Um, yeah, I'm going to go pretender on that one as well. Oklahoma State. This wasn't an outside shot. Oklahoma State has a good shot of winning the, the Big 12 and um, getting into the playoffs. So I'm going to go contender. I, I'm going to roll with you, man. I like a lot of things that Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has done this year. Defensively, they've taken a bit of a step down, but not too much from Knowles leaving uh, Oklahoma State Oklahoma State is a sneaky good pick out there in the Big 12 TCU pretender agreed agreed and UCLA <laughs> pretender <laughs> yep I agree uh, UCLA actually has a 6.5% chance of finishing 12 and 0 but I'm also going to go pretender as well All right, let's move on to the USC um, they, oh yeah they, they definitely play USC when so, they play them yeah no let's see in um, Oregon they too, play right? they play UCLA the second to last game of the year the 19th um, and they play Oregon so they play Utah this week who's good yeah. Oregon next week who's good and then USC the second to last game of the year yeah. um, so I, you know, hey, hey if they win those games you know we'll see but I don't think they will uh, and the Heisman, let's let's move on to the Heisman. Pretender, contender for Heisman. Caleb Williams. Pretender. I'm going to say contender just because of the opportunities that young man has in front of him. Uh, if he rolls off four or five really spectacular games, I think he can get up close to C.J. Stroud if C.J. Stroud has a fumble here or there. Uh, I'm going to say contender there. Bryce Young. Obviously, you're not going to turn down the... Uh the Heisman Trophy winner from last year. I'm going to go contender. It's hasn't happened since uh, Archie, and I don't think it's going to happen this year. But I'm, I'm going to go against you here. I think he is a pretender just because of the injury from this week. Um, he, he sprained his AC Slater joint, so that's going to possibly, I don't know if he's going to start this week. We'll see, but I'm, I'm going to say Bryce Young right now because of injury, pretender. Hendon Hooker. Uh, definitely contender. I love what this kid's doing. Honestly, he jumped yeah, up. I'm on the I'm on the same bandwagon as you, man. He jumped up 
uh this this week in the heisman voting or the heisman like candidacy and didn't even play (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like a lot of the things that a young man does uh adrian martinez having a good year i don't think it's heisman worthy i would love to see him win the heisman even if that meant uh that um Stroud didn't win it just to see the reaction from everybody. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say pretender right now, but I think Adrian Martinez is a very, very good quarterback this year. Uh, and to wrap up the contender, pretender, Heisman, Blake Corum. Uh, pretender, sorry. I, I'm going to say contender. I think what Blake Corum does for that Michigan offense is phenomenal. He's over 600 yards already on the season, doesn't even have 100 carries. Uh, and he's up over 10 touchdowns. I think he is a contender right now. So that is your pretender, contender, Heisman and Natty college football outlook. Uh, next, we're going to move on to the Marine South. Billy, a lot of softball, a lot of volleyball last night. In fact, you called a game here in a second. We want to get your opinion on how both of these local teams look. Uh, but first, we're going to hit the Bremen game. They beat Gordon Lee last night 5-4. to four. Ava Coggins homers it off to walk to walk the game off in extra innings so congratulations to the Bremen Blue Devils that's a good Billy win Car- Gordon Lee is a really good team like really good team so Bremen needed that for a little bit of a confidence booster going in um we're getting down to the nitty-gritty man we've got maybe you know a handful four or five games left for each team and Bremen beating Gordon Lee like that so because the, the majority of these are all set like we're I don't think anybody's playing any more region games. So the oh. rest of these games are going to be non-region games that are against probably local teams or teams that are, you know, are going to challenge you kind of like what uh, football does at the beginning of the year. So it looks like Bremen's next two games are region games. They have a Ridgeland and Lafayette, but I think that is the exception to the case. I think you're right. Yeah. I think most teams we were looking at yesterday, almost all of them are, are done with region. They just trying to get in some tune-up games in before the uh, region tournament has starts. Tri- two against Tri Cities on Thursday. Um, that's going to be awful. Yes, <laughs> and both of those both of those are region games. Oh. Um, yeah, but uh, speaking of Villarica, Billy, last night Carrollton beat Villarica eight to seven in a game you called for hometown sports media. Fantastic game. A really good game. That game was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth the entire game. And I was really impressed with um, the pitcher Audrey Lasseter for Carrollton. She, Christ, she has pitched every inning of every single game for Carrollton this year. What? Yes. Every inning of every game for Carrollton, Audrey Lasseter has pitched. Not only that, she went three for four with with two singles and a double. She was all over the place, man. And she was phenomenal. She did give up seven runs, but I mean, it was against a, a really good Villarica team. It's going to happen. Um, it was it was a great, great game. And I was I was super impressed with them. And Audrey Lasseter was one of the people I was definitely really impressed with. I, uh, I just can't get over the fact that she... Every, every single, single inning. inning of every single game. That is, they're now 17 and 6. So, what is that, 23 games? Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> 23 games times 
six, you know, just think mo- most least, what, yeah. softball games are six innings. Yeah, I mean, that's, was that over 125 innings? At least, yeah. Somewhere around there. That's a lot. Wow. Jeez, that's impressive. She was, she was um, phenomenal. Um, and, you know, on, on the flip side, Villarica played pretty good ball. There was a few moments where it just seemed like errors just kind of floated in and didn't just... There was one play, Bryce, and I don't know how Villarica got out of this. There was one play where there were three Villarica Wildcats on the base paths between second and third. Oh, that's to, not good. And I talked that's to not Cody, good. Cody Skinner, the head coach, and he goes, man, I was about to lose it. I said, yeah, I just, I didn't know how to call it. <laughs> I was watching it happen, and I'm like, um... Yeah, every everybody in the um, on the entire Villarica Wildcats team is now between second and third base. <laughs> yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's not good. You don't want to see that as a head coach. Uh, and I was reading through Coach Cody Skinner's kind of post last night about the game, and that's what he said too. He said just too many errors against a good team. That's stuff like that's going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. Central beat Heritage uh, yesterday two nothing, which was awesome. We were hearing about that. Um, we were getting score updates while we were calling the game. Carly Fuller pitched a complete game shutout, recorded her 600th career strikeout last night. Congratulations, Carly. That's awesome. Um, the thing about that is that's pretty much the region for Central. I don't think anybody else is going to challenge them, and they needed this win, so Central will probably end up being the, the one seed. And I, I was talking to our good friend, um, Matt Skinner, and last night, and he said that the how things are going to go this year in softball playoffs is ridiculous. Essentially, the top four in your little area. So, you you know, you've got, you get those four little pods, right? You know, the one, right. two, three, four seeds in your area, not right. in your region, but in your area. Whoever you're matched up with and you're in the bracket. Okay. They, they yeah. come to the one seed um location and they do a double elimination kind of tournament and then the winner of yeah. that goes goes on to Columbus. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I, I know I was looking at um Heard County sent out there their little schedule and I was reading I was reading about that. So yeah, it looks like Central and Heritage right now are tied uh ten and two in the region after that game last night. Uh, Central has one more region game versus Northwest Whitfield and Heritage. Let me check their schedule. Heritage has two more or three more region games. Heritage plays Snorville, Cedartown, and Northwest Whitfield. Yeah, speaking of last night, Israel Pata hit a, home, a big home run um, and Leah Adams had a clutch sack fly too for Central. Uh, Hard County falls to Harris County seven to six. It's a tough loss for Hurd County, but again, we're getting close to the, uh, the end here for the season. I think we're getting ready for um, the playoffs. Carrollton, they've already wrapped up their their region, I believe. I think they have already. I think that was their first region loss. If that was a region loss, um, mm-hmm. it was no, it was non-conference. Yeah, was gonna, so Harris yeah. County's not a region, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they Heard County, I think, is going to finish their season undefeated in the region. Yeah, 6-0. Dude, I, I was talking with uh, Clay about this last night. Looking at Villarica's um, region, there, 
They went 14 and 0 at region play so far. They've allowed six runs. <laughs> six uh, runs in region play. That's nuts, man. It's insane. That's, yeah. In 14 that, that's games, crazy. They've only allowed six runs. That's they're they're 14 and 0 in the region. Second place Chapel Hill is 14 and 2 in third place Lithia Springs is 11 and 4 in Villarica's region. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to tell you something off air that Cody Skinner told me. Oh, boy. About uh, their next opponent. Uh, volleyball. Carrollton at Campbell last night. We don't have a score. Central beat Southwest Southeast Whitfield 2-1. to one. Hurt County at Alexander. We do not have a score. Or against Hurt County against McEachern. Temple beat uh, Temple at home against Airway. We don't have a score. And Villarica beat Rome and Gordon Lee 2-0 last night. I got a Temple Airway. Temple did win volleyball versus Airway. I don't have a score, but I did just see Corey Nick's post about an hour ago. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that Temple volleyball did um, did in fact beat Airway last night. I don't have a score, but they did win. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, East Paulding is at Carrollton at six tonight. Hard County is at Callaway at five thirty. Chapel Hill is at Temple at five thirty. Volleyball Temple's at Rockmart versus Rockmart at. 5.30. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed I do, sir. Indeed I do. All right. Uh, another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Braves, according to reports, have sustained millions of dollars in damages at their spring training facility in Northport, Florida. From millions. Hurricane, <laughs> from Hurricane Ian. Mostly flooding the clubhouse and other buildings, but also some wind damages to roofs. The large Cool Today Park sign on the scoreboard was blown away. The winds were so strong that that sign is, was not found on the property. <laughs> wow. That's nuts, man. <laughs> That's really crazy. Let's go, just, go check in the Everglades for that sign. It was in, Hurricane Ian was strong, guys. It was strong. What, the fourth strongest or fifth strongest uh, hurricane to ever reach land in Florida, I think? Yeah, I think it was fourth. I think I said fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, that's, that was nuts, man. A lot, a lot of strong wind. A lot of strong wind. Billy, I don't know if you've seen it all over social media, but Antonio Brown has been posting pictures with Giselle Bunchen uh, amid the Giselle Bunchen Tom Brady is- marital drama. This is trolling to the just highest point. <laughs> I, I told I told Matt last night his quarterback can't find his groove with one of his old homeboys posting pictures of uh, his, him, and, him and his wife all over social media. You know, old Giselle, old Giselle Bunchin and, and AB. It was a the photo itself was a harmless photo. It was a photo taken after they won the Super Bowl. But the fact that AB is posting it now when Tom and Giselle are apparently going through all this stuff. Both of them divorce lawyer. What? Oh, that's awful, man. I, I hate that. And and did you see um did you see the photo that AB posted of himself in a pool? No. Completely nude, uh showing off to everybody in the pool. No. I don't know where it was at. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did. Um, it was at it was at some some resort hotel. Uh, AB completely nude, yeah, showing off to everybody in the pool. So that guy has gone off the deep end, and posting a picture of Giselle Bunchen is an absolute low blow. I mean, Tom Brady brought that guy in. That AB would not have a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers if it weren't for Tom Brady. Um, that guy's an idiot. 
I can't stand AB. Uh, Dak Prescott eyes Dallas Cowboys game versus Los Angeles Rams in week five for possible return. In this week, what are you going to? It doesn't matter. What are you going to return for the sideline for? I mean, just to go hold Cooper Cush's playbook? Is that what you're going to do? Go to the <laughs> sideline and call the plays? I mean, you know, that's that's fine with me. You, you can do that. They're uh, they're at the Rams. One, two, three, four. Yeah. So he's eyeing a return to uh, to the sideline to hold Cooper Cush's playbook uh, this weekend at the Rams. I hope it doesn't happen because Cooper Cush right now By is the on way, fire. By the way, it's yeah. Cooper Rush. He's just using a Cooper Cush. It's Cooper Rush. Anyway. Oh, Cooper Cush. Los Angeles Chargers star Joey Bosa is expected to miss eight to ten weeks with a groin injury. That oh, sucks. Jeez, dude. The Bosa brothers seem like they are one of the most injury-prone players in the NFL. Like when they're healthy, they're amazing. But it seems like they get some weird. It's always groin, like groin and lower body injuries too. Yeah, uh, sucks, man. That's, that guy was him and his brother dominant. were on a tear. Yeah. Shohei Otani to make thirty million next year in twenty twenty three. It's a record amount for arbitration eligible player, and then he will become a free agent. You know who else is a free agent? Massive and contract. this is something the next the very next thing. Uh Aaron Judge hits his sixty second home run. It's a new American League uh record. So congratulations to uh Aaron Judge. Does does Aaron Judge hit the half a billion dollar contract this year? Is he gonna be the first to get it? I hope not. I don't half. I don't I don't think he is. A billion. You don't think so? Uh-uh. You think Otani will get it after his arbitration yes. year next year? You think so? Yeah. Otani's much better than Judge. Much oh, more yeah. valuable. Yeah. Agreed. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And then finally, today in 2001, Major League Baseball's Atlanta Braves becomes the first pro sports team to win 10 straight division titles after mauling the Marlins 20 to 3 to clinch the NL East title. Boston Celtics between 57 and 65, and LA Lakers between 82 and 90 also both won nine in a row. But that was back in 2001 when the Braves won 10. They would go on to win an additional four straight four. And then a couple more after that, including a World Series. No. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years yeah, later. Year. Years later. Not a couple, a couple years later. Years later. 2001 was only a couple years ago. Yeah. We, uh, we don't stop that. winning. Keep telling yourself that, bro. We don't stop winning. Just keep winning. It's, it's ridiculously hard to believe that it's been 21 years since 9-11. That blows my mind. Yeah. That's that's nuts. <laughs> We've won 21, 21 NL East division titles since then. <laughs> They're somewhere around there. <laughs> Feels like 21. Bryce, you got anything else? Nah, man, I'm good. Let's get out of here on the hump day. For Bryce Farling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all on Thursday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!